1: Welcome to the Sheerlax Highlights Podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week I'm joined remotely, of course, by Becky Hull and Tor Cardona and a very special guest, Sam Friedman. Sam is a longtime beauty journo and founder of Curate Beauty, the new business that pairs indie beauty brands with retailers. Welcome, Sam. It's so lovely to have you. Thanks for having me. How is everyone? Has everyone enjoyed the sunshine?
0: Yeah, the weather was just dreamy. It was so nice. I really felt like we were kind of semi-abroad. Yeah, it was gorgeous.
1: This this could be the year of the staycation, couldn't it? I feel like it's quite easy to recreate from home.
2: I feel like it's, it has to be the year of the staycation, isn't yeah, it? Got to make the most of this weather. But yesterday was fully like being on holiday. It was so yeah. hot.
3: I know, so nice. Sam, are you enjoying it? Amazing. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm actually stuck in my flat right now, but I'm going back to my mum's when the weather's nice, so that I can get a bit of relaxation in the garden
1: <laughs> otherwise I'm stuck in a crowded park. <laughs> so, so, so We had a big family FaceTime last night and my auntie and uncle were sitting in their garden and they were like why isn't everyone in their gardens? I was like I don't have one, <laughs> like how rude, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's why. <laughs> I the know, garden I know. is a privilege these days. Exactly. <laughs> okay um, so we are going to do a bit of a beauty special today um, I think beauty is on everybody's minds more than ever at the moment. So we're going to talk obviously about some of the beauty content that we have had on site over the last few weeks but also a bit about summer beauty because and somehow summer has crept up on us, hasn't it? So let's launch in and talk about brows, um, a subject close to my heart. We wrote a feature on six ways to fill your brows for extra definition. This included tips from brow pencils to brow creams. Becky, brow pens. Interesting. Can you talk us through the different types of products you can use to define your brows?
2: Of course. So basically, we did a bit of everything in here. We did from the basics to brow pencils, creams, gels, pens, which obviously you were a bit excited by, powder <laughs> soaps and wax because there really is so many different options I think everybody look knows the pencil everyone knows what to do with them but it's very much they are there to sort of help build density and a bit of bulk and you can just sort of use it to pencil in really fine strokes as you go but recently I have been loving soap brows
1: I know like mine's on its way
2: I'm so I, excited I did you order it in the end
1: <laughs> yes I did
2: Perfect. I'm so I love the West Barnco soap brow set which I was saying I've interviewed so many makeup artists and they all say they use it. And I'm constantly like, really? And it got to the point where I thought I'd give it a go. And honestly, it is brilliant. Because I think the idea with the soap is it sort of gently lightens what you have anyway, but it also pushes them into place and they stay there. Because that's obviously soap is basically a wax. So that's if you want that kind of flicky, I don't even know how to describe
1: it, that kind of raw look, right?
2: Quite like a fresh, raw, what they call boy brow look. Mm -hmm very sort of groomed but also just very fluffed up you know quite fresh and then I've also loved brow pens so Katie Jane Hughes it was about I think it was last year mentioned the Glossier Brow Flick and I remember thinking god that who would put pen in their eyebrows but actually the formulas are so fine and as you put it through you can do it so gently you barely get you don't deposit too much as you go you can just use the pens really gently to sculpt your brows and add a little bit of definition they are brilliant you don't ever have to worry about depositing too much it's just very fine formula it's brilliant Okay. Sam, what do
1: you swear by for good brows?
3: Well, I actually had the thinnest brows in the whole world. Didn't they we? Were all. Like so so thin, plucked <laughs> them away, did what everyone did, and I tried to grow them. So I used Revitalash Lash to help grow them, even though they've got a brow one, I used the lash one in my brows, left them, didn't pluck for like three months, and then they all grew and they're pretty thick now, and I don't really have to do too much maintenance to them because they kind of go in a nice shape. So I just fill it in with a little bit of a brow pencil. I use a really really thin one it's the Anastasia Beverly Hills and it's really easy for kind of getting that hair by hair definition. I haven't quite managed to make it work with the brow pens. I don't know whether <laughs> I'm using the wrong colour but I think I, I need to use a slightly darker colour than the one that I had. And they're quite fair. For the
2: soap brows does it go hard? No weird but basically you can either order it with the spray or you can just use like a face mist <laughs> And you spritz it in, and it just loosens the wax, and then you push it through, and it it sort of hardens, but not to the point where you're like set in yeah. place, <laughs> like really alarmingly. So it hardens, but not without feeling really taut. You know, it it looks brilliant. Trust I need me. To try it, Sam. What was
1: the motivation for using Revita Lash on your eyebrows instead of the eyebrow one?
2: I don't know.
3: I just think, I, I, just think I, guess. I had one and then I used it and it was amazing. Fine. I wondered if there was um, some like special technique, an no. insider tip that we didn't know. Okay. No,
2: but it just used
3: that. I'm not sure why, but it was brilliant. But there is actually another brand and we have it on Curate, which is called Luna Nectar, an all natural, 100% vegan formula for helping grow your lashes and brows. So that's always a good kind of alternative if you are conscious about ingredients and things.
1: And actually Blink do one of those as well and like a rollerball, don't they? Which you can kind of roll yeah. on before you go to bed, which is, That's which works amazing. as
3: well.
0: Tall,
1: what's your eyebrow story?
0: I'm quite low maintenance, actually. Obviously, I can't go there at the moment, but I go to Blink quite regularly to get them threaded. And actually, I don't put anything on them. Like... I can't believe
2: this. Do you remember I've what had... I said to you? Your brows no. are amazing. Seriously, you don't
1: use anything to fill them in?
2: I don't put anything on them, honestly. Wow. You're
1: so lucky. They're so. Did you not pluck them to oblivion at some point in your life? No, oh, I'm so, so lucky. lucky.
0: And so weirdly, even there's so many brow products out there and even the like the blonde palest shade ones I feel are just way too dark and they make me look really strange they just don't work with my face so I just leave them
1: there's a tip for brands they need to create an even lighter version
0: yeah, I think if anything, a bit like Sam, the um, Anastasia Beverly Hills, the Brow Wiz, their pale one is okay. But honestly, I use it probably once a month, if that.
1: Interesting. You're so lucky. Yeah, yeah you're so
3: yeah, lucky. Great. So,
1: I also was going to blink really regularly before my wedding. And then they were still too thin. I still wasn't happy with them. So I've left them. I haven't had them threaded for nearly a year. Wow. And I know, but they're in a worse state than when I got them threaded regularly. Like there are patches that just won't grow. So other than Revita Lash or, or Revita Brow, whichever one you want to go for. (laughs) Does anyone have any tips for actually making them grow?
2: I have to be honest, the only thing I've ever used to make them grow is rapid brow. And honestly, it does work. But also there is a brand called Talika Eyebrow Pen, which I have spoken to so many people and they say you notice visible regrowth after about six weeks of use, which sounds like a lot. But I think if you're willing to put in the sort of time, effort. effort, it's worth it. But I don't know any other ways of growing them without product. So going back to the different
1: types of products, um, we also had brow powders in here. Has anyone tried that? I'm not
2: a big brow powder person. Personally, I just think I'm all about things that you won't put too much on, if that makes sense. Whereas with brow powders, I sort of worry about running the risk of overloading your eyebrows. Having said that, I think they're brilliant for anybody that wants more colour, sort of more natural colour that doesn't go on too heavily, because you can control it. Consider it more like an eyeshadow for your eyebrows and you just comb Mm -hmm. it through and build it up. But I think definitely for those Want to add a bit more darkness or a bit more depth than just you know grooming and generally sweeping up your arches and making shape. The brow powders kind of give more of a heavy matte
3: look, I think, as well. And so, yeah. I think if you want to go more natural, the gels, the pencils are probably better, but then the powder's great if you're doing kind of a full face and
2: want kind of a strong brow. And um, finally, brow creams what's the benefit? So brow creams, actually, I think we got the Anastasia Beverly Hills one because this is like the sort of cult brow cream, isn't it, the pomade? But I guess these are more easy to use and you can kind of... I guess, again, it's sort of an easy formula to blend through the eyebrows, but here we recommend brushing the product on with light short strokes, beginning at the centre and then working outwards to kind of see how much you've got and play and just build it up gradually. I think, again, they're similar to powders in the sense it can be quite an overdone look, but I guess you can control it more because it's a cream, so it's a bit more malleable. Okay. And if in doubt, should you
1: err on the darker side or the lighter side, if you're not sure?
2: Well, personally, I think if you're not being fair, if you're not sure perhaps go lighter and then gradually build yourself up I think if you were to go too dark it might be a bit alarming but what do you guys think yeah I would always go
3: lighter personally yeah okay and I think lighter too I think there's nothing worse than getting a a brow colour that is way too dark for you and it just looks like your brows are stuck on and And
2: then it's really hard to get off
1: (laughs) unless you're Cara Delevingne it's it's not a look exactly (laughs) okay well for all of our recommendations and the best products to use whatever you fancy then do have a look at the piece on the site. Okay, from brows to nails, uh, we wrote a feature on the eight top coats to make your manicure last longer. We talked about home manis on the podcast a few weeks ago. I have since invested in a pair of cuticle cutters which, oh my god, have literally changed my life. Why did I not have my own before? <laughs> they're so essential. I've
2: actually never tried them. I have never tried cuticle trim. Oh, honestly, they're, they're, they're still on my Amazon <laughs> wish list.
1: I was honestly taught, just take the plan, just like eight quid. I, mean, I was hacking away at my cuticles with nail scissors before and then just thought oh, this is nice. ridiculous God, I know
0: <laughs> well tall oh, then if you don't
1: have a cuticle cutter, then what have you been doing
0: <laughs> I just leave them they're, they're okay they're not too
3: bad oh, mine are always so oh, I'm dry oh i pick, a yeah and I pit. the whole time and Me don't realise and then they've gone they're bleeding and it's Same. not very nice
1: and it's also sure. the dry skin it's like the top bits that dries and it's so satisfying getting those clippers It's <laughs> great mm, um, best Charlotte feeling.
0: when you use them do you use like do you do it after a bath or shower so they're kind of warm or do you use like, like a special product Product.
1: Oh, none of the above. No, you, okay, are. you can fine. so on Amazon. You can buy the cuticle, cuticle remover gel. Yeah, exactly. Which definitely moistens them up. So yeah, or you can just soak them in a little pot. Like like I guess if you're having a mani, I tend to just be sitting at my desk. I'm like, oh, another piece. <laughs> time yeah. for a trim. <laughs> yeah, time for a trim. Exactly. So bad. So anyway, that has been my favorite lockdown investment actually, but so far. But anyway, we're yeah. going to talk about top coats. I mean, really, why even write a feature on this, Becky? When we all know that set feet is the only top coat out there but <laughs> i'm interested to know why we should be lured away from the good old reliable set well, You yeah. know
2: what? there are so many and i know what you mean i think when someone finds a reliable top coat they love it's kind of like you would just stick to that but also i think there's so many now that you can use on their own without any color do you know what i mean just to sort of give a plumped up gel yes. finish if you just want a clean edge and actually my favorite on this list controversial because I know it's expensive but it's the Chanel one and being really honest I wouldn't go to Chanel for general nail polish I just wouldn't but the top coat Is incredible because it does make you look like you've had a gel. It's got a gel finish. Is that one that you
1: could wear without anything underneath as well? I like that idea, kind of a bare mani.
2: Yeah, I think also if you just want a really high shine finish, it's actually, I don't tend to do manicure as much. I'm quite (laughs) low maintenance when it comes to nails and I like just a clean finish. And I think, yeah, that definitely just provides a really clean edge, which I love personally. Nice.
0: Tour. Top coat? That's, yes. Does no one wonder about the CND Vinylux top coat?
1: You are a gel devotee, aren't <laughs> you? So perhaps that's why you're after the Vinylux look. Which one is that? Yeah, it comes in
0: like a black bottle. That is a top coat. But I will start by saying I, first of all, have discovered the Rimmel gel polishes. They don't need a lamp to set, but they give a really good thick finish that does actually last. They're the best things I found in like under the boots, super drug world, that it does look a bit like a gel. So okay, they wow. really good. How many days would you say? I'm quite crappy when when it comes to washing up and gloves, so I'd probably say five days. Okay, that's not bad. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah good. quite good. Um, and also the brush size is really good, and I'm crappy at painting my own nails, but the brush size just fits really well on your nail. Um, and, the, yeah, and the CND Vinyl Luxe top coat, it comes in a black bottle with like a white CND, and that is amazing. It like and locks everything in place. And is it fast drying? Because that is the benefit of Cet
1: that you can put it on, and that's yeah. it, you're done, basically.
0: I mean... I, no, I don't think it is. That's not its USP, but it definitely has the kind of glossy locking in powers. Okay. That's for sure. Like it, Sam. Um, what are your go tos when it comes to top coats
1: I, nail polishes in general?
3: I'm really into Cure Bazaar, which is all oh, non toxic formulas. Their colors are amazing. But actually, I've just got their top coat on now, and I just use that kind of plain. And they do an amazing, actually, an at-home manicure kit, which comes in this little sachet. And it comes with a set of gloves that are, like, pre-moisturized. Weird. But (laughs) really great at hydrating your hands, um, especially if you've been hand-washing a lot. And cuticles, which mine are always really, really dry. It comes with a little stick to push them back. And then I just put the top coat on. And I think that normally lasts me like seven days. I am a bit of a picker (laughs) for the edges sometimes. But yeah, that's pretty good for me because I'm rubbish with gel. I pick it off in a few days anyway. So I need something something that's going to
1: last and not look too horrific. I'm just looking at the Cure Bazaar ingredients and they use wood pulp, cotton, maize, potato and wheat.
2: Yeah, it's such a nice brand. I've actually got one on now as well. When you said that, Sam, I was like, snap. But they've got like the beautiful, really, again, clean colours
3: and clean. And their nail polish remover is amazing. It's like not got any of the nasties in it and it's basically smells like rose. And where can you buy Cure Bazaar? So you can buy it, uh, I think uh, they've got at uh, content beauty and quite a lot of the kind of more clean, conscious retailers. Nice. Okay.
1: What else have people been relying on for their nails in the absence of manicures
2: i just love a jessica's cuticle oil again it's a bit of a cult product but i don't think you can beat that in yeah terms i of just just getting rid of those bits around the edges
1: i just re-bought a bottle actually because i was out it is the best isn't it
2: it's the best and so it's just quite satisfying to just rub it on it feels like you're giving yourself a little treat
1: it does it does it's very luxurious
2: sam any other cuticle oh. tips
3: There's Atlas, this is not a specific cuticle tip, but there's an amazing brand called Nursim. I don't know if you guys have heard of them, but they do really brilliant hand wash, the hand cream and the hand fix, which is like a bit of an indulgent super TLC cream. They were started by this amazing nurse who was really struggling with her cracked hands from washing so often. So she created this small range of three products and now they donate, and this was all before kind of COVID happened, but they donate a package of products with everyone that's bought to an NHS worker. And honestly, it is the most beautiful packaging. It comes in like this pastel blue red writing and it's so lovely and it's such a lovely ethos and it's an amazing product as well so if you do have really really dry hands or cracked hands that's a really good one. I love that what's the name of the brand again? Nursum. Great
1: thank you good tip well for more of the best top coats out there then have a look at the piece on the site. Let's talk faces back to faces we wrote to feature about 13 of the best high street moisturizers so we'll start with moisturizers but I also want to talk high street beauty with you all. On this list were these were like SL favorites, Becky. So we had the Elf Superhydrate Cream. Uh, we had the CeraVe Moisturizing Cream. And of course, uh, the Inkey List made the cut. So I want to know what are your favorite affordable moisturizers, Tor?
0: I'm a CeraVe fan all the way. Um, I've been using their uh, facial moisturising lotion, the one without SPF. I use it morning and night, and actually that's all I'm using at the moment as for moisturiser. It's just there's something about it. It just agrees with my skin, and I love it. I think it's so, so, so good. And I think the whole range is
3: good. I also love their cleanser as well.
1: Nice, really good.
3: Sam? My favourite is the La Roche-Posay Effaclar. My skin is just not really sure what it's doing right now. It's like really dry one minute, really oily the next, then I'm breaking out, so... That is my kind of go-to for settling everything, kind of calms redness, calms any breakouts or bumps. And yeah, I literally go through tubes like every couple of weeks. I love it.
2: Leave it morning and night.
1: (laughs) And Becky, your number one moisturiser.
2: So, my number one affordable moisturiser is the Inky List Peptide Moisturiser. Okay. It's so rich, and I've actually got very sensitive skin. I used to be very prone to spots, but it's rich without sort of over clogging your skin. It leaves you feeling really supple and hydrated. And then I also love the brand Luminate. I, again, I talk about this all the time, but they use Nordic birch water and it smells incredible. And when you put it on your skin, your skin honestly just drinks it up. It is amazing and they are affordable I mean I'd say you're looking at sort of 17 pounds up but if you really want to sort of treat parched skin i I cannot recommend Luminaire enough I'm not sponsored okay. I talk about them a lot but I really love the brand
1: <laughs> I've been using Walida Skin Food recently I've got the really thick one and the lighter weight one and some days I'm like oh I, I don't think I can go through that kind of really like cloggy thickness mm. but then I put the lighter one on and I'm like I kind of regret it like there's something really satisfying about quite how nourishing the thick one is <laughs>
2: Do you know I what, I still her. to this day haven't tried skin food oh. It's
1: really good need you, find it. you need
2: to try it It's so, K-2 it's K-2. so heavy though uses it all the time to just like just
3: underneath like the rich one just on her kind of like high points and it looks amazing because you can really see it shine
1: through oh oh, that's quite clever so she just uses it on like bits that you would want to have a bit more of a glow
3: yeah exactly so I think she uses the top of the forehead the cheekbones down her nose and then really when she puts her foundation on those bits are really really juicy and highlighty yes it really it,
1: it does make you feel a bit you know when your face is like overloaded with products and so if you do that and then you put your foundation on then it feels like that you can kind of rub you know when you rub and you get oh, yeah I'm doing it now look and all these little bits <laughs> come off um, so you do pilling. pilling exactly exactly your skin pills, but maybe you just have to leave longer between applying it and then applying your makeup perhaps yeah. let it sink in a bit more let it
0: sink in um, also to do a really good um, skin food but in a body one and it comes in a really big tub and it's incredible it's really really rich <laughs> okay so let's talk a bit about high
1: street beauty Sam we love a good affordable uh, beauty buy here as everybody does um, so what are your go-to heroes what are the things that you buy Buy from really affordable brands
3: i think that for nail color i know we've talked about nails but nail color barry m really good good old barry m then <laughs> one of my favorite eyeliners is a sports fx one It's like a felt tip pen, really affordable, really easy. And also the L'Oreal Paris one is brilliant as well. I always think mascara go high street and I think L'Oreal are brilliant. I've got the, um, I think it's called Get Hippie or Go Hippie mascara. And I love that. It's so good. It really, really lengthens, but separates. And it doesn't transfer onto like upper eyelid or below the eye, which I absolutely hate. Because then you just get to the mirror at like 11 o'clock and you've got like makeup (laughs) all down your face, is not the one so yeah that mascara probably for me and that eyeliner are probably my go to for high street buys
1: Becky and Saul, do you agree that you can definitely buy your mascara on the high street absolutely
3: yeah I agree absolutely
2: I think some of the best formulas are high street. They last for ages as well. And actually, I've kind of only used high street mascaras, have to say. Any one in particular? I love the Milk Kush Mascara from Cult Beauty. But if we're going high street in terms of one, you can access really easily. Then the new Maybelline Falsies Instant Lift Mascara is amazing. I like the name. Try try that. (laughs) It's good. And it's got like a concave brush in the middle. So you honestly get to reach every little bit of lash. It's just brilliant. Okay,
0: tall High Street Mascaras,
2: or, you do you, or do you invest?
0: I invest, I'm afraid, only because mm. I'm really, really fussy about my brush. I know Becky just said about a kind of a curvy brush. I am so fussy about this brush. So I've been using Too Faced Better Than Sex Mascara for oh, like three years. That. It's just amazing. And I think, you know, some of the ones in Boots and Superdrug, there might be what, like 10, 11 quid, and this one is like 17 quid. And I think that a little bit more, it just works with my eye. You mm-hmm. know, it just fits. Yeah. Love it. Anything else that
1: you guys swear by on the High Street?
2: Milk makeup is really worth looking at. Again, I'm not sure how high street you would call that, but I think a brilliant... I mean affordable. Affordable, yeah. yeah. And also Elf Cosmetics. I know we just mentioned about their moisturiser, but they do some lovely cream blusher sticks, completely cruelty-free, vegan, and just great formulas again. Stuff that you can blend and really easily sort of use all together. It's a great brand. Okay, well, for
1: our best high street moisturisers, then have a look at the feature on the site. And Becky, have we got any high street beauty coming up?
2: We have. We're starting to do every Friday of the end of the month best high street finds on Amazon. Because obviously, at the moment, hopefully things are going to open up, but we're all looking to Amazon for everything. So we're doing that. And also, we are going to start doing 20 under 20 again. We're going to talk about
1: your base coat now. We wrote a feature on 11 lightweight alternatives to foundation because now summer's pretty much officially here. We don't always want to be caking ourselves in foundation every day. So Tor and Sam, I told Becky a few weeks ago, like, I'm not one to be kind of heavily influenced by things I see on Instagram. Like, we all kind of are surrounded by products a lot. Like, I don't normally, like, see something, click and purchase. But I was watching Jolie from Grazia do a makeup tutorial the other day and she put the It Cosmetics CC Cream on her face and i literally went and just purchased it straight away it looked amazing like literally so amazing and i haven't worn my foundation since this was a few weeks ago so that is my favorite of the bunch if you're looking for a lightweight alternative to foundation then i mean it's not cheap but god it's amazing i love it
3: my favorite as well it is (laughs) unbelievable i've recommended a thousand people to use it and every time someone buys it they're like How did I live without
1: this? What is so good about it? I don't know, like, you know, the technical formulas or whatever behind it, but what, what is it that makes it so amazing? Why is the coverage so good?
3: The coverage is good, but it's not heavy. Yeah. And when you buff it into your skin, I use one of those flat foundation brushes and when I buff it in, it just literally looks like my skin, but, like, almost with a lovely veil over it. I also don't really know what the scientific background behind it <laughs> is. Um, I know that the original formula is the best. They do have an illuminating one. Not, it's not, not as good. No, yeah, a yeah. few people have said that. This one is amazing. Yeah. And I think that I'm the shade, I think, medium, and that suits, like, so many different kind of skin tones mm. as well. So I yeah. feel like it's really hard to go wrong. And
0: that's my problem. It's been on my list for ages, but without being able to go and actually try it on my skin... I I'm hesitant to buy it because I'm not sure which shade to go for.
1: Yeah, I took a punt and just ordered one. I think I'm also wearing the medium, which is great, but then I think I need to also buy a shade paler. So for days when I'm less tan, fake tan, then you have the options or you can blend both. Like I often do that with foundation, but it's just so so good. It's like having a filter on your face. Yeah. I just can't imagine going back to foundation now. Like I think this is it. (laughs) Oh, Thank
2: I need to get involved. And do have as well? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. SBF 50.
1: Oh my God, I didn't realise that. Yes, it big, does.
2: Big bonus.
1: Fantastic. That is a big
0: bonus. Um, Tor, do you still use the, um, what's it called? Yeah, Fuji? it's, it's Fujifilm. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, and it's their brand. It's called Astolift. It's made by Fujifilm. It's absolutely impossible to get an ass. Every time I, I find it, which is on some random eBay site or an Amazon site, I buy like three at a time. I feel my days are numbered now, so I need to kind of like bring something Move else on. in slowly. Nice. Yeah. But I do have a kind of more of a CC cream that I wear like now, but at home and in the summer. And um, it's by a brand called Freshy Derm, which is so random. Sam or Becky, have you guys heard of that brand? No. I think it might be Greek, and I found it in my local pharmacy. And it's so good. It's about 20, 25 quid for the CC cream. And it's specially made for redness and rosacea. And it's so good. Okay. So,
1: and what does it do? It tones it down, presumably.
0: Yeah. It's just like, it's like a kind of a tinted moisturizer, essentially. Love that. Yeah. It's F-R-E-Z-Y. Okay. Nice.
1: Good tip. Thanks. Yeah. It's a good (laughs) brand. Becky, you don't use It Cosmetics CC Cream, do you?
2: I used to use it, but to give you guys a different recommendation, because I feel like it is one of the best, but it's a Luminate product. I feel like everyone's just going to laugh at me, but it is such <laughs> a good product. So I use their Invisible Skin Tint. For me, there's just nothing else that sort of blends so well with my skin. And it has like a serum-like consistency. So it leaves your skin looking really wet and dewy and fresh. You still get coverage. I would say that it's not for those that do want the kind of coverage that It Cosmetics lens but it really does let your skin come through so you still see freckles and just like little patches but you do look very even and then similarly i love the glossier skin tint and i've actually just got back into wearing them recently because they are thin Inconsistency without sort of scrimping on coverage, and okay. they've got a good shade range, very good shade range for a skin tint. And what are your tips for applications So, Sam, you said you use a brush.
1: Why do you choose a brush over anything else?
3: I don't like doing it with my fingers. I feel like mm. I make a mess. It doesn't blend as well. The brush I use is Clinique one with the clear handle. That's great. But I also, at the moment, I'm using a Zoeva one, and it's just like really fat, flat, and dense on the top and. I just use it in like circular motions and it really helps to like buff the product in so it looks more kind of seamless and Mm -hmm. there's no like lines around your neck and your jaw and your ears and things. And for me, that's just like the easiest one to use. Sam, how do you think that kind of brush compares to a beauty blender? Because I know Charlotte,
0: you like a beauty blender as well, don't you? That's what I was going to say. Yeah,
1: exactly.
3: I've never been a beauty blender fan. Do you know what? I watched a program about how bacteria forms in it once. And (laughs) (laughs) And, and so it put me on. And oh, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not. A, I've never made the, the beauty blender work for me, but the brush for me is just really, really easy. Becky, you're also a fan of a brush.
2: Oh my god, I couldn't agree with you more, Sam. Like, if I apply something with my fingers, I just look streaky. Whereas I think you can't go wrong with the brush. You can properly buff it in and really let the product sink in. And I use the It Cosmetics Heavenly Luxe brush. It's to be honest, my favourite. makeup brush it's double ended so one end you can use for sort of your little smaller areas and the other end is just brilliant for all formulas anything and I love the 2 Faced Kabuki brush. I think everyone should have a Kabuki brush because they're just great, again, for like creams, powders, all your bronzers, just everything. And they're quite stubby and st- stiff bristles. So you yeah, get quite dense, right? Quite dense. So you get very good, smooth application. I
0: feel like I need to up my brush game now. I, I know.
2: Do. I know me too. Yeah, I love a
0: brush. And if you are trying to get a bit of a glow as
1: well as getting full coverage, Sam, what are your tips for glowing as well as having full coverage? I
3: always think that a good, highlight is key and what I found is using more kind of a lip balmy texture or a multi-purpose balm kind of gives you a bit more of like that natural glow rather than like a shimmer And that's always really nice, especially on like Zoom calls, if you just want to look a bit more dewy and then just put a little bit on your cheekbones. I've got this one called Uli's Ointment, and it's kind of just made with like beeswax, chamomile and olive oil. And that's really good, doesn't clog your pores, because sometimes if you use something that's a bit too tacky, it can give you little kind of under the skin spots. But this is really nice. And yeah, I just put it on my cheekbones, bit down my nose and a little bit on my cupid's bow. Well, thank
1: you so much for talking about a balm, because that leaves us very nice. On onto our next topic, <laughs> which is Vaseline, because we wrote a feature on the 10 different uses for your Vaseline that you might not have thought of. This included everything from cleaning your manicure, so kind of creating lines so you don't go outside of the nail, to setting your unruly brows. I guess it's just like soap brow. And also removing stubborn eye makeup. This was the best tip. I love this. I like always run out of eye makeup remover. So you said that if you massage a small amount over the eye area until everything lifts off you can then just use a cotton swab to remove it and it works yeah. genius yeah
2: I love that. Vaseline is just mineral oil and wax so when you think about it that would just really break down quite a few things and it is very effective at just breaking down that stubborn mascara or anything that's even waterproof formulas just to sort of gently break it down and melt it away
1: so clever so feel free if anyone has any further tips for what to do with their Vaseline (laughs) then to speak up now but I also want to know what are your unexpected beauty hacks we did this Becky was it hairspray a while back I was going to say we've done it with hairspray before yeah has some really clever idea I mean I obviously everybody knows the tights trick with hairspray I can't remember what else was on that list it
2: it was things like hairspray can remove you know when you peel away a white sticker and it leaves that horrible bit that you can't get off if you spray it, hairspray on it pulls away in little balls really Genius. satisfying yeah. um, it's great for sort of repelling static and there's so many different uses for so
1: clever okay so that's hairspray what else sam do you have any clever hacks uh, with
3: products that do things you wouldn't expect them to do i have a hack but it's not specifically a product but basically if you've got a candle and i'm a big candle fan i've got about 10 going at the same time and it's not burnt across evenly and therefore You're basically ruining half a candle because it's dipped down on one side or something. If you surround it with aluminium foil and light it, it basically will even out the burn, so that it all like straight (laughs) across. This is not what I was expecting,
1: but I was here for this. I'm so here for tip. No, it's fab. How does it work? So, if this is your candle, does the aluminium go higher than the candle?
3: The aluminium goes around it, so you just cover it round, all around the side. Don't put it over the top, up Mm -hmm. to the kind of brim, the edge. Yeah. And light it, and it basically will just even out, and you'll be able to reuse your candle again. I did it the other day, actually, and it worked so well. How does everyone know this? Um, I've got a really
1: expensive destroyed candle downstairs. I can't wait to go and do this too. (laughs) That is such a good tip. Thanks. Okay, fantastic.
0: So any other hacks from you? They're not so much hacks, but I recently started using my scalp scrub before my purple shampoo. It was actually my colourist stretch, just to get rid of all the kind of crap and pollution and kind of build up before you do the purple shampoo. And it's made quite a difference. And
1: when you say it's making a difference, what does that mean? Your hair feels cleaner? Blonder. Blonder okay good tip <laughs> I mean seriously we could do with all the blonder yeah, tips I me. can get right it's now oh.
0: roots right now. So, <laughs> no, uh,
1: all right well for tips on how to use vaseline and then also obviously on how to use hairspray then have a look at the features on the site let's talk quickly about summer beauty obviously we've been enjoying this gorgeous warm weather which as we said um when it comes to foundation might mean that you're making some changes to your beauty routine so I want to know Sam what changes do you make to your beauty routine when summer hits
3: for me i've got dry skin all year round but i hate 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 when you're in the summer and you're really hot and you're in a rush and you've got to put your clothes on quickly a really really thick moisturizer it just feels tacky on your skin so i've been using it's a an amazing croatian brand called saint iris Andrea and they do a body mist and it's brilliant moisturiser, really hydrating, smells kind of lemon and zesty. So it's really nice for summer, but it sinks in so quickly and That, for me, is a game-changer in summer. Something that's just really, really speedy. Helps you get ready quickly, but doesn't sit on your skin and feel tacky. Love that. Love that.
0: Mm, That
1: sounds
3: nice.
0: Yeah,
1: it does sound really nice. Where can you buy it?
3: They have it at... There's a really lovely sustainable e-tailer called Rebel Vert. um, Oh, yeah. stock it there.
1: They're lovely for fashion as well. If you're looking for Mm. sustainable brands, they're a good name to know. What about your makeup routine? What changes as the seasons progress?
3: So I definitely go for lighter formulas, more serums less moisturizers and oils i'm not a big oil fan anyway only if my skin is really really dry but my skin just goes crazy and reacts so i stick to kind of serums and i change my cleanser from a Barney cleanser to a cream cleanser and at the moment i'm using a madara one it's really really nice and just really lightweight and doesn't weigh down my skin too much
1: nice i like that becky what do you do to switch it up
2: so In terms of skincare, I'm similar. I would always swap out moisturizers for gels, gel creams, and I love... The one I actually always go back to is the Vichy Thermal Gel Cream. Again, it just drinks up sort of any dry patches. It's really hydrating, but it sits imperceptibly underneath makeup as well. So you never have to worry about pilling. And also, I think when it comes to makeup, I'm just, I mean, I am all about cream formulas year round anyway, but specifically in summer, I think cream formulas just give you that very dewy, plump, hydrated finish, especially when it comes to blushes and bronzers. So any powders are sort of no end near my face it's all about creams and those sort of sheerer formulas yeah
1: i agree with that Mm.
0: the
2: one thing that i really
0: mix up when it comes to summer is my fragrance this weekend, for example, I was just spritzing Bronze Goddess left, right and centre. Because to me, that is like just the smell of summer. And even my other half was like, oh my God, it smells like holidays in here. What have you just sprayed? Um, so yeah, I, for me, it's all about um, fragrance.
1: I don't know if it's at this time like a lifting or really depressing spraying those holiday smells. Because my dad always wears Creed Virgin Island water and it's just like it is holiday and he sprayed it the other day and I was just a bit like oh we're not going on holiday this year (laughs) I don't know what's worse what about colour obviously you know I think kind of automatically when people think about moving into summer people are like oh coral pink how kind of true is does that remain you know is it absolutely you should be switching out your lip colours or eye colours or should you just kind of be sticking to what you feel good and what suits you
2: just sort of think whatever you want really I think there's no sort of right or wrong but I was actually about to be a cliche and say that one thing I do really do in summer is I try and wear less mascara and instead go for like a lip because I think that does feel quite fresh when you pair back on the eyes mm-hmm. and it's on the lip and I love it's a bit fancy but it's the Gucci Goldie red lipstick it's the perfect sort of red coral and it suits I'm not joking you so many different skin tones and you can use your finger to just press it in and it's very fresh especially Okay. against tan skin but when it comes to colour I just think whatever you fancy really I don't know I just I don't think there's any rules come summer. Sam? I am a big fan of the
3: cloud paint blushes from Glossier Mm. And I use the shade Haze And I love putting a bit of that on my eyelids And normally you think pink, red eyeshadow What the hell But it is actually really, really nice It makes you look really kind of summery And I think I've got freckles kind of on my nose Normally in the summer And so it just looks quite nice with that I also think And this is kind of a bit of a strange one But I use the Steeler Glitter Eyeshadows Oh yeah. You don't put anything underneath them They're quite sheer And I think that looks really Really nice just on a bare lid, tiny bit of mascara and then you kind of don't really need much else and it mm. feels like you've got something on and I'm a normally a big eyeliner fan. So I normally kind of go without eyeliner in the summer and just wear mascara and a bit of twinkle on the eyelids.
1: I've started using Glossier Lid Star over the last few months. And it's the same. I use it in a pink, which I would never have thought to put a pink on my eyes before. But it just lifts your face without feeling like a heavy pink color on your eyes. There's something about that kind of pink metallic-y sheen that really works, isn't it? Mm. Okay, let's move on and talk about small brands i feel like we've peppered this conversation with lots of great names but sam curate beauty that's exactly what you do you partner small independent indie brands with bigger retailers what are your favorite indie brands at the moment who do you love who should we have on our radar oh my god there's so many
3: literally there's so many amazing brands there's one brilliant one at the moment I'm loving called Girl Smells. It's Berlin beauty brand and the packaging's amazing. It's all kind of baby pink and really cute. They do really great lip balms that come in different shades. But what I love from them the most is their natural deodorant. I've got the vanilla mandarin one, which just smells incredible. Um, and does it work? It yeah. does. I promised you it works. <laughs> okay. There's also another natural deodorant called Modern Botany, which is an Irish brand. And it's usually unisex. It smells incredible. My boyfriend even uses it. Those two are probably the only two natural deodorants I've ever used that properly work okay, um, good to know. so they are both brilliant there's also a new skincare line called voyage organics and they remind me a lot of the ordinary so they're kind of single ingredient products for your skin and your body but they're all natural not all organic and so they've got like an amazing passion fruit body oil Ooh. and turmeric face serum and it's they're amazing so those are really cool and i'm loving As a big candle fan, there's a brilliant brand called 7 over 7 that's just launched. And actually, it's a friend of mine who was a PR who started this brand very recently. And all of the candles come in these brilliant kind of ceramic pots. They're all handmade. So each one's a little bit unique, which I love. And the scents are explosive. Honestly, I haven't even lit mine. And my whole room smells of it. It's amazing. I've got a rose one at the moment, which is just brilliant. But yeah, there's kind of a scent for everybody.
1: And it sounds like a lot of the brands that you're talking about are putting natural ingredients first and the kind of sustainability thing is is a bit more of a priority or kind of less chemicals. Is that a coincidence or do you think that, that most brands emerging now, most beauty brands have a bit more of a
3: conscience? I definitely think so. I think that no kind of new brand is coming onto the scene without having thought about some sort of sustainability. And I think that Whether it's from the ingredients or what they're packaging their products in or how they're sending their products out, it all has to be consciously thought about. I know that that's something that we really look for before we take brands onto our site and also retailers that we work with, 45% of them are all conscious kind of independent retailers. So really, really looking for kind of those brands that stand out in that area with low carbon footprint and special ingredients. And yeah, just kind of having that whole process thought out from start to finish.
1: Becky, are there any small independent beauty brands that you love that we should know about?
2: There are quite a few at the moment. One I'd love to talk about is Typology. Typology have you heard of it Sam? (laughs) I actually just ordered it the other week because I saw them on Instagram and thought
3: they look brilliant and I've been using the fragrance and the face moisturizer it's brilliant.
2: Such a nice brand so it's over from France and everything from the brand is designed to fit through your letterbox it's very compact and sort of chic packaging but it's created with sustainability at the focus all in cardboard slim packaging and any of the bottles are made from reusable glass but it's got everything from moisturizers to facial soaps, lip care, hair care, and it's all very reasonably priced. And I've been using their argan oil, which you can use on your hair, sort of dry skin patches, but there's never more than sort of 10 ingredients. So you know exactly what you're putting on your skin. Love that. And also q So it's sort of like the new rival skincare brand for the Inky lists and the Ordinary. And it's produced and made in small batches by a family-run business in Norfolk. And it's all very much natural ingredients, sort of free from chemicals. And again 100% recyclable and as the name suggests all the packaging comes with questions and answers to what the product does so you know exactly what you're using it for so it's good if you're still sort of after affordable skincare that works love that sam create beauty is that just for businesses
1: or like if people want to shop those amazing new brands that you're finding how can they then find those products
3: So at the moment, yeah, it's only wholesale. So we only work with retailers that are looking to stock these brands. We get so many questions recently. We've been asked so many times, why don't you do it direct to consumer? And maybe eventually we will. But at the moment, yeah, it's just for retailers. So if you know an amazing retailer or a brand that you think should add beauty then come and let us know and we'll reach out to them. But I think more and more now we're seeing kind of fashion boutiques, homeware stores branch into beauty. And it's not very accessible to get a hold of these brands. And the wholesale model is so time consuming and long winded, especially if you're a really busy retailer. So hopefully this kind of eliminates a lot of the struggles and makes it really easy for retailers to find great independent brands and buy them all in one place.
1: And where can we find the retailers who are stocking these amazing brands?
3: So we do do interviews with some of them on our website. We've got a blog called Buyer's Notes, and we interview the retailers that we work with. So, yeah, if you want to find out more about them, head to curate-beauty.com and look at the Buyer's Notes page.
1: I couldn't possibly put it better myself, so I think <laughs> we'll leave it there. Um, but Sam, thank you so much for joining us. You can also check out Curate Beauty at curatebeauty.com on instagram it was so lovely to have you thank you so much for joining us
3: thanks for having me this was fun i'm here <laughs> <Yes>. every week <laughs>
1: if you have any feedback at all please do email podcast at com. we love hearing from you in the meantime don't forget to rate review subscribe and tell your friends Bye bye